0: empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am so glad that you are listening in today and wherever this podcast is finding you. We just believe that it is for a purpose. Usually, we release two podcasts every month, and one of them is with a special guest. I have been looking forward to this sit-down for a while. I got in my car, drove out to Franklin, Tennessee today. It's an overcast day, but still beautiful. To hang out with our guests today, you guys are going to love them. I want to introduce you to Steve and Sean Reed. Guys, Thank you for being on the podcast
1: today. Thanks for having us. <laughs> it's and such Steve, an honor. <laughs> we finally just met.
2: It's, it's been a while. You're like legendary in our family.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel that way
0: about you. It's like I've been stalking you guys. <laughs> uh, really, so that was you. Okay, it was me. I am your new <laughs> constant follower. So we should say, Sean, you and I met at a conference in Colorado, Colorado.
1: your home state. Yes, and we were wondering how in the world did we not know each other because yeah. we live in Nashville. We're, we're all in Nashville,
0: and never our paths have crossed. Yeah. And then it turns out, which made it even crazier, that we have like a community of the same friends. That's ridiculous. It's yes. really crazy. Yeah, it really. <laughs> is. Here we're both here, but you guys are on the road a lot. I'm on the road a lot yeah. and doing so many things, and I'm so excited not only to talk about all the things you guys are doing right now and to maybe introduce some of our listeners to what you all are doing and what's in your hearts, but also really get into the path that has led you here. Just the little bit that Sean shared with me of that journey in your story really lit things up on the inside of me because I think it's something a lot of people can relate to. It hasn't just been overnight success.
1: <laughs> no. no.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. But I want to start out with just like a few fun questions, if you guys are good with that. All right, yep. here we go. Okay. Right. And these aren't like <laughs> two in your personal business, but maybe a little. So we'll just see. So, okay. <laughs> you, yeah. So you guys, you're on the road. What is your, your go-to fave coffee drink, Starbucks drink? Steve, will start with you.
2: Starbucks, we call it our other office, because when we were <laughs> traveling, we, we had no internet connection and place to be many times, so we just go to Starbucks and hang out, and so yeah. we like to believe that we've probably been to every Starbucks in America. Wow. Almost,
1: although we're, we're still finding some new ones. Yeah, so yeah. that's wow.
2: an embarrassing uh, <laughs> confession. Well, because we but,
1: traveled like in an RV for like three years solid, right. so it was like find the starbucks
2: yeah, yeah. so wow. i started off with not getting anything because i'm not a coffee drinker Whoa. and then i found that i like chai tea lattes and i wow. then became one of those snooty guys that has like a laundry list of things that it has to be
0: oh i'm gonna and love so
2: this i, I am a chai tea latte with non-fat milk no foam No water, because if they put water in it, it dilutes it and it brings the temperature down. And I only like it if it's really, really hot. And so I have them temp it to 190, which is as high as they'll go. But then they don't actually do it because they just push the extra hot button, which is not hot enough. It's not 190. And it doesn't scald the milk. The milk has to be scalded And They're always Mm -hmm. like, well, it's going to scald the milk. I was like, I apparently love that taste. So you have to tell... (laughs) The person who was wow. taking your order that, and then you have to wait until your drink comes up, and then talk to the barista uh-huh. as they're making it, and, and convince through. them. Yeah, it's then, okay. You, <laughs> only, you only get it like fifty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I just
0: want to say that I I'm fairly certain that in the history <laughs> of this podcast that you you possess the most high maintenance Starbucks order. It's ridiculous. These ears have ever heard. I'm yeah. embarrassed.
2: I, I'm it's, <laughs> it's
0: amazing. No foam. No foam. Scalded milk,
2: yeah. please. Well, the no foam is if they give you like a third less yeah, well, content. Right. Yeah, then, you're right. Yeah. You're like, getting chipped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll get a double I'm gonna cup. I'm going to try tongue. this. Yeah. I'm totally going to try this. Chai tea latte. I need it 190 degrees. Yep. I need it with no, foam. no fat milk. Yeah, yep. no fat milk. No, no water. foam. No water. Please
1: scald. <laughs> give it to me boiling. Boiling, yes. yes. Like it's he likes down. it
2: to burn yes. his mouth. I'm like, yeah. I'll sign whatever waiver you need me to. Like, <laughs> yeah, give it to me well, hot. Well, and it's also
1: okay.
0: clearly, like you're planning on being there for a while, so you need this hot to stay yeah. hot.
2: Well, and when you're driving 20 hours a day or whatever, like well, that's true. You, you need the caffeine. You need you the know, don't
0: water th- water. And <laughs> if I'm gonna
2: pay five bucks for a drink, I'm like, yeah. You should get we your should $5. Get what we're looking away. For,
0: Steve, well done. There you go. <laughs> that is. I think awesome. most people have
2: stopped listening now. So no. <laughs> we can move on to my dear sweet wife. Who no, I runs... think
0: people are like, see, honey, I'm really not that bad. Listen to this guy. Listen to order. this
2: guy. Yeah. 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 Let's go,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go. Okay, let's hear it. I keep trying to tell him that I'm not high maintenance, that he is the high maintenance is one. Yeah, in well some will, areas, be, will so. be the job. There you yeah. go. Okay, so what's your I know you're a coffee drinker. I am, yeah. cuz I love coffee. Yeah. And I love the taste no. of coffee. But some
2: coffees, it some gets coffee. pretty specific. It does, All but right, yeah. Go. It's
1: good. But I had to stop doing the caffeine oh, a few years ago because okay. it was affecting me in bad ways. Yeah. So, yeah. I just get decaf. It's good. And it's still good. It still has a little caffeine. Oh, so yeah. I usually get a decaf americano. Mm. Sometimes with an extra shot mm-hmm. and then a little bit of coconut milk and then I just put some sugar. How many shots do you get? Well, if it's a grande, no, that would be like Four, four, yeah. four, four. four shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe with the extra. Yeah, yeah, but, but, that would be four. But, yeah, but decaf, decaf. I know. Yeah, because it's so a strong could, flavor. <laughs> could, well, that's true. You're getting like the getting coffee. the really strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she and doesn't
2: like regular coffee. Like coffee flavored water. It's got to be right. like. Hardcore, yeah. All.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're a real connoisseur. Yeah. Well, I remember that you you really like coffee because i like quality coffee, mm-hmm. and then we also bonded over our mutual affection of all things dark chocolate. Dark, yes, that's when I knew you were a quality individual. <laughs> that I wanted to get to yeah. know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, dark chocolate, dark chocolate's it's my where jam. it's at, yeah.
0: Okay, so walk me through this a little bit you both are known in fact it's just so funny a lot of the places i i have been or going you guys are like yep yeah, we've been there we've been there so <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> and we'll get to kind of where you were traveling you're literally living in mm-hmm. an rv traveling but most people know of you because of your ministry in worship in music ministry, and a lot of churches across the United States, and and I know you've done stuff internationally too, but a lot of churches will bring you all in to lead worship. They might even have a vibrant worship team or community, but to come in and kind of work with them to be able to elevate the skill of not just musicianship, but leading people in the presence of God and whatever that time frame is. We were kind of getting into this before we we hit record. It was like, all right, we just need to start doing this <laughs> so good. But navigating those waters of like things being executed well and maybe mm-hmm. what would be called the production side, but not losing the presence of God, the anointing of God, yeah. and being equally as skillful in grabbing up a room full of people and saying, come on, God is here you know, let's engage with him. So churches, I know, bring you in to do that and then you do your own events. Let me just throw this out there. Is that, when it comes to the the music worship side, is that the sweet spot for you all? Is finding the combo of those elements or what is that sweet spot?
2: Yeah, it certainly brings us the most joy and fulfillment of going into a church and, and helping people in whatever it is that God's called them to do their particular flavor. But take them and bring out the gifts on the inside of them, and, and yeah, with that... their
1: yeah, and with their team, and then yeah. also with the congregation, because sometimes we'll do like where we teach the congregation then on worship and kind of do almost like a a workshop with the congregation. I love it during their service or you
2: know yeah another yeah so our our favorite testimonies that we hear from people is you know I took your class or we had you in and man our church is singing all the time or we were having a move or uh, so good like that that's like okay we can keep trudging through all of the
0: right long days and (laughs) yeah
2: busy schedules and stuff but yeah so yeah it's it's all those pieces and parts together because it, it is like it's not just the music part of it because a lot of people are like, well, if, if the music was better, people would worship. Right. And that's true to maybe an extent, but then you reach a point where the music's sufficient for people to join in. Then it's about leadership. Yeah. And most people are terrified to lead or don't know what to do. Or, and so then they end up doing the wrong thing or their pastors are frustrated because they're talking too much. And so mm. so being able to go in and give very practical pointers and then I'm technical and, and yeah, sound and, and recording things like that, so be able to go in and...
1: Help the team Help. really work together.
2: Yeah, yeah, so it brings excellence so in good. all of those areas. And then really putting all of those components together. It's all real easy to do. You just have to know what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the part that we come in and supply And
0: It's so good. And you guys are so good at this. I mean, it's funny because we were talking about places that we've all been I was kind of going through a litany of some of the the churches and ministries that I've had an opportunity to speak at. I have gone in there and gone, "Wow, the worship environment in that church is so great. The worship community among that team is so great." And everyone I could go through and think, "Turns out you guys were there." Oh. Yeah. And so <laughs> you sweet. so what you're talking about, you know, I'm coming in to talk to you guys going, "No, I I have actually sat in the fruit of what you guys do. And a lot of, I mean, these are some of the fastest growing, most vibrant churches in America right now, where you guys maybe even kind of quietly have gone in, you worked with their team, you taught, you know, you led worship in elevated things. And now that's become their new high standard, you know, mm-hmm. their new norm, and, and it is flourishing. And there's such a presence of God there when the word comes forth. And you guys really, sowed that how long...
1: Have you been in ministry now? Well, on the road doing this part Mm -hmm. of our ministry, it's been nine years now. Almost, yeah, nine years.
2: So before that, we were youth pastors, and yeah. we're serving on our local worship team. And her dad was the worship pastor for a long time. But like we had a, the youth group, and we had a youth band of kids that we were training <laughs> so up.
1: That was like, seven years before that. So for that. And seven years, and then, years. And then. yeah, so those kids are now the
2: worship leaders at the church where we and were. youth pastors. Yeah, Amazing. so awesome. And so that you know what we received from our leaders, we were able to pass on, and now they're passing on to the next generation. And like yeah. our our nephew is part of the worship team and our niece and you know so it's like it's coming full circle so
0: so you're kind of like coming up on almost 20 years in the ministry in some capacity or another so you really bring the perspective of all sides Mm. to it yeah when you come into a place
2: yeah because I've I've been in executive leadership meetings at churches I was the bookkeeper for a long time and wore a suit and tie to to work most days (laughs) yeah and um you know, but then also was the youth pastor, was also, and then worship team person, was the AV person, you know, right. all of those roles. And then now here living in Nashville, being involved in the recording industry and yeah. uh, writing rooms and, and just being able to be really the, the mediator and kind some of a ways. bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A bridge. Jesus is our only mediator, but, right, uh, right. <laughs> but be in the middle and just each side being able to understand each other. So, especially
1: yeah. for like, I feel like for pastors and then like the musician type. Mm -hmm. Being able to speak the language and kind of bridge the gap there because there's a lot of miscommunication that can happen. It's so
0: true. (laughs) Well, and I think bridge is a good word because, I mean, talking about the Christian music industry right here in Nashville, Mm -hmm. um, where God brought you all, it's interesting over the last decade how the Christian music industry really shifted toward worship so strongly. I mean, you turn on like k-love or top 40 christian radio it's almost all worship songs yeah you know that even maybe worship artists aren't putting out but mainstream christian artists are putting out but it's the it's the worship sound and you know Mm -hmm. and that's what's what's coming out of them and so then here you guys are and and i think because christian music shifted more toward worship um voices and resources that are worship centric have just skyrocketed, you know, with so much attention. And one of those resources just came knocking on your door Mm -hmm. with this podcast you're doing. Tell us about what you're doing.
2: Yeah. So we had been connected with Worship Leader Magazine for a little while and started writing articles for them just kind of as a adjunct person and about six years ago
0: yeah then started teaching which is huge that following worship leader magazine i mean it's like reaching like what oh it's a lot of them ccm and charisma it's like a mainstay now yeah Yeah.
2: absolutely and they're very diverse so that um you know we've got people that are listening and and reading from all different kinds of backgrounds all denominations wow So that really opened up the door to us because as we taught at other conferences, then all of a sudden we got invitations to go to Lutheran churches and go to Methodist, Church of Christ. Yeah. And,
0: so cool. And so Lots.
2: we just were yeah. like, all right, Lord, wherever you want to take us. And so we'll yeah. be in one church that's got, you know, passing out shofars and, and flags. <laughs> right. And then the <laughs> next one, like nobody's moved it. ever, you know. Like, <laughs> right. And so uh, how do you leave? You know, and it's
0: all part of the family it's of God. It is. I love that. So, and we
1: all have this common bond of like we have some sort of music involved in our in our yeah. worship
2: services. Wow, deep that's down, so true. We want God. Everybody like, wants God. Everybody wants God. And so all of the that. theological things, you know, kind of disappear the closer that we get to God. The more we look like Him, and then the more that we yeah. look like each other.
0: I love that. And so, that.
2: Um, so it's been a, a huge education and an <laughs> yeah. honor. But each time we go to a place, we're like, oh, I had no idea that happened or that's how people do that. And so right. then that brings a wealth of, of experience and knowledge to take to the next place. And wow. uh, so we've loved every part of that. And then uh, Worship Leader Magazine then moved their offices here to Franklin. Mm-hmm. And as a earlier result, this year. result, yeah, yeah. we started getting more connected with the leadership and they were going through basically a reboot. Mm-hmm. And so the magazine's now completely free and it's digital. All digital, And yeah. so you just sign up and it, it comes to you and... So then that opens up all these other resources of, hey, we can do videos, hey, we can do more rich content. Yeah. And so they asked us to uh, do a podcast. And so we're now uh, filming all of these, uh, you know, influencers in the worship community. And we're yeah. trying to make it kind of a broad spectrum of not just artists, but we've got uh, like a Matt Marr was one of our, and, and he's a, a Amazing. spirit-filled Catholic. And you're like, how did that happen? And so he <laughs> walks us through that and he's a genius and plays piano. So we got him to sit down around the piano and say like, hey, what, what do you play here? And how would you play this? And, and because wow. we're worship leaders, yeah, we can ask worship leader questions of people. And they That's, love to talk about it.
0: Right. That <laughs> other people wouldn't think to ask. No. But worship leaders are like, yes, please walk me through that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah.
2: his songs are, I mean, you may not know him, but like you're probably singing one of his songs in right. your church at some point this year.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
2: so for him to be gracious enough to do that. And so we're. That's so cool. Getting ready with, to
1: launch it in January. Yeah. So that is yeah. amazing. So you guys
0: are the hosts, producers yep. of Worship Leader Magazine podcast. Yeah. It's going to launch in January. You've had some amazing guests. I know because I've been creeping your personal Instagram. I'm like, oh, they're hanging out with Travis Green today. I guess they're not available for coffee. (laughs) Just
1: amazing. Yeah. And they're really such cool people that you just get to, we just get to see like, that they're the real deal, you yeah, know? yeah, in real life and yeah. with them in person. So that's been so. Cool.
0: And speaking of amazing people, so one of those recent events, it was the 50th anniversary of the Dove Awards. It was amazing. Yes, amazing. And so, so you guys are like front and center there.
2: We had you're a like, backstage pass. Yes, we had like backstage legit. by like, like the media, media section.
0: <laughs> yeah, like but you are legit <laughs> media personalities. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it was an incredible night because it was the 50 year anniversary
2: yeah. they
0: um, really just pulled out all the stops
2: and yeah the GMA Jackie and her team did a great job and yeah. to just be able to be there and see the honor that was in the room and, it was amazing yeah. you know Gloria Gaither got up and introduced, like, real early, and like the whole room stood up. Gave her gave a standing ovation. ovation. That gave
0: me
1: chills. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: for her, it's like by herself, like, as a woman, yeah. you know, how far. Yeah, Bill, yeah. Bill
1: wasn't even there because he was getting ready to do to sing. So, right. he was on the other side of the stage. And they honored her because uh-huh. she's a prolific songwriter. Amazing. Yeah. I and mean, most people right.
2: think their songs are, are hymns, like, because right. they've been around so long. They're, they're like, in the hymnal. They're, they've made it in the hymnal. <laughs>
0: And talk about goals right <laughs> oh man yeah. and,
2: and so she you know like some of their songs like he won the the devil Award for songwriter of the year the first year that it was out 50 oh, years my ago
0: goodness
2: and so then he wins again this year for another event and just to see man. like that all come together they had artists you know some artists and then obviously worship was a huge part of that because yeah. it you know had so many different people be a part but yeah um, Man, one of probably the biggest moments was they had Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, St. C.C. Wyman and Amy, and Amy, Amy Grant, Grant share the do stage.
1: Do a medley. Yeah. It I mean, come on. They
2: were so gracious with each other. Oh. And just like the first note they played, you're like, I know that song, that song changed my life.
0: Oh, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. When Stephen Curtis Chapman started acoustically playing, was it? Great adventure, Great yeah. That play because I want you know yeah. I wasn't there in the media section. <laughs> Somehow my invitation didn't make God it. Got to lost me. in the mail. So I was watching on demand <laughs> after the fact, but. Yeah, so he start in the place went nuts. nuts. And you're yeah. right. I was like, oh my gosh, he's about to sing Great Adventure, yeah. you know, from my childhood. Yeah. So we,
2: we snuck out of the media room and we're, we're on the stage because we saw it kind of cup of a monitor and we're like, oh. peace out, we're out. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> we gotta see this. We gotta, we gotta pass, we're coming. Yeah, in. those
0: yeah. iconic artists... And of course I don't have to mention anybody who listens knows that I'm a pretty big Amy Grant fan. Yeah. We just had her on the podcast this uh, year. Was she at the end and she yeah. did El Shaddai? El Shaddai. I I about the melted.
2: An, the anointing and, and like, you know, you lift people up sometimes, but like the Bible says to honor people, you know. And so like that's what they were doing in that moment. And and yeah. they're worthy of honor in the sense of like they know what they're doing as far and as carrying. And they've stood the
1: test of time. Yeah. Right. You know? They're still true? doing the same thing today that they were. Yeah. And they're, they're the, the most still... gracious people. Yeah. You know,
2: And but they step up and they carry something mm-hmm. and just like the whole room exploded. And like yeah. when CeCe Winan sang her song, I was just like... The roof is gonna come off this one. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I haven't been a huge fan of or none known a lot of her music. Right. Like it was just like, okay, like I know She's the anointing. It. Yeah. And that's it. You yeah. Know? And that was so strong throughout the night. It was it was fun. And and to be a part of that, to see the people that are legit. And you can also see, I mean, everybody sure. has some bad apples so that you're just like, okay, you're here for the press at this moment or right. whatever. But did
0: you want to name those? Uh, no, uh, maybe not. Well,
2: that's another podcast. <laughs> Secret, secret recording that you have to pay right. extra for. Right. I, don't...
0: I think there's something really key there that you just said, and you guys are so strategic, both of you at this. But when you said each of those artists, and really all of us, that we carry something, yep. yeah, and it's finding a way to get what each one carries, mm-hmm. right, right, to come out of them, yeah, and. But then also to live lives that are right for people who carry something yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: that changes changes lives. You know, we were you mentioned Cece, and I was kind of the same way. I was at an event uh, with Cece I was telling you guys about a few years ago, and I mean that woman's voice is like yeah, oh my goodness, amazing. <sighs> it's almost unmatchable,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. but
0: she carries. The, the anointing, the presence of God, but anybody who knows her knows she lives a life, right? Yeah.
1: That will, that honors. Yeah. And I think that that's why carries. people do carry things and why they continue to have that kind of anointing is because their life their, their life is full of that character that can carry that. That's so good. Yeah. But
2: that's true for even, you know, anybody that's listening. Like, yeah. Yeah. God can is is doing stuff mm-hmm. like amazing through you and like yeah. especially when you feel like you're not qualified and we would That's definitely so like oh
1: man say like, say
2: that as well yeah like,
1: well,
2: the least of the least and, and so many Bible characters are the same way it's like true. well why would you pick you know this person to go do that or why did Jesus p- pick fishermen to be on his group of select people you know like he Jesus picks people that the world would maybe not pick. Mm-hmm. And then he's put something inside of all of us that only we can do and will be amazing. And, you yeah. know, like the double awards were obviously honoring those particular people And sometimes you can say, well, I could never be that. Right. It's like, well, they probably felt the same way yeah, themselves. Yeah. And so we, we just can't, like, disqualify ourselves. And that's one of, like, our great passions. It's really of Just, good. like, training people and just, like, yeah. the scared worship leader of just, like, yeah no you have it like your pastor sees it we see it like it's this little thing and then all of a sudden when you see that they believe it and it's not that they it's like confidence but it's not cockiness or or a a self-righteousness or pride it's like no I have confidence in what God's doing in me and through me and if if I stay with him he's going to tell me what to do that's so good and then it blesses
1: yeah, you know, everybody. everybody else like. it's
0: so good. And you there's just something you guys, the way you do what you do, you really make the way for people to believe in what they're carrying and maybe see what they can't see. Yeah. You know, which is so exceptional. Now we know this sitting around this table, so when you are a carrier of something as we all are, there is a path, right, to getting into position. Yeah so that what you carry can come out and a lot of times that path will cause you to have to make decisions to do things that just make no (laughs) sense whatsoever to anybody (laughs) to anybody so um walk me through uh what this has been like for you guys because we've kind of thrown out Okay, you you are from Colorado, met in Colorado. Mm -hmm. You were on staff at a church. Next thing we know, your your office is Starbucks because you live in an RV all (laughs) over the country. And now you're in like Christian music Mecca in Nashville. We're at your home today on this beautiful farm. Talk to me about this path and what that
2: process has been like. Well, I could take even all the way back to being born. I was born completely deaf.
0: (laughs) Get out of town. Yeah
2: so they didn't even know it for a while cuz they didn't have checks for that when when I was born and so wow so there was a good portion of my you know first year where they just thought I was quiet and then my parents figured out that I couldn't hear anything and and so had several surgeries have an artificial eardrum and so like <laughs> to be yeah. to be in a place where like Whoa. I'm helping people with sound systems and like, mixing <laughs> albums and and That's like, crazy. Yeah, That's the Lord. Yeah, the Lord.
0: So you're like Iron Man, basically. You
2: know. Essentially, on this side. That's so, amazing. So if I'm going to take a bullet. Right, gonna you're going to it right there. Right like there. Uh, I don't think I'm like Iron Man.
0: I don't know. I you could, might want to use I, I, that.
2: I could. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Somebody's relating right now. You yes, feel somebody it is. That's amazing. Though. Yeah. So I've never passed a hearing test in my life. And uh, so it's... Wow. Uh, yeah, but everywhere.
1: Ray Toucher of Shekinah Glory calls yeah. him Mr. Golden Ears.
0: Really? So, yeah.
1: There's okay. probably a real sensitivity there. Yeah. And
0: that you have such a good ear, which is everything. It's wild. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm just like, that's All right. amazing. Okay, so, so your path that <laughs> has been crazy from the, the get go, and so
1: wow. we
2: met in college. Uh, she was a Music major. I was a mm-hmm. business major because I didn't want to teach music. Okay. And you
1: don't want to teach in general. In general, no, no, I didn't all think All you so. do is teach. Well, yeah. I, so
2: when you, I wouldn't date anybody <laughs> who was hilarious. called the Missions because I didn't want to.
0: Okay. You don't want to do this. that either. This you is don't a want a mission field wife. Yeah. And
2: so now <laughs> yeah. we travel the country and the world telling, teaching people about music. Right. So it's uh, yeah. ironic.
0: But she tricked you because she's gorgeous. She doesn't look like <laughs> she'd go near a mission field. So mm-hmm. she really hooked you pretty good there. That's
2: good. No, our first date. First meetings, we had a very serious interview mm-hmm. of like, because I knew I was called to ministry and I was okay. like, I don't want to get your hopes It was
1: yet. intense. Did you just call it an interview? Yeah. It was. Okay. Yeah. I am serious people. He was like interviewing me before. Did you come with like a list of questions? <laughs> there was a few.
2: Oh, there was a few. Before
1: he would even like date me. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was okay. Like, we don't
2: want, want to get down the road of get my heart attached and you just be like, I was kind of banking on You me, were you like, know. you were like for serious yeah because i knew i was called and that's like being a, like a pastor's wife and a yeah. minister's wife is not a small undertaking and right. so so then she was terrified because i didn't tell her what i wanted first i was like so what okay. do you feel like you're called to do and she felt like i was like well i know i'm called to ministry that's it so you know? she didn't want to answer i didn't want so then we were like, <laughs> all okay, cards on the table, table. <laughs> yeah, right
1: so. i'll show you my cards if you show me yours but that was
2: like week one of, like, wow. just hanging out before our first official date, so.
1: I love that. Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. So. Uh,
1: well, we need to condense, condense down, like, are 20 combined. years <laughs> of history here. It yeah. was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe, like, you've
0: been on staff at this church in your seven, seven years. Yeah. What? Yeah.
2: We just knew that we were supposed to go do something with music, and every guest minister that came was like, there's something about you and music and traveling. And wow. So, yeah. like. We had made an album. We recorded music at our, our little project studio I had in my basement, which was terrible at the time. Okay. But we were doing the best. But we then we had, went
1: and did a pro album. We hired had a song somebody. On the radio, yeah. and wow. we sold. You know,
2: like every person in our church had a copy of that album, and right. and that was our big big seller. And then, yeah.
1: But it was really a two year process of like the Lord really like dealing with our hearts to be even willing to think about going and not being wow. there because i'd grown up there going to church my dad was the worship pastor for 20 years like yeah i mean like we were there and we were like there you know yeah. we were 100 yeah. percent there and and it's stability been, yeah. yeah i mean when you just get down to the practicality and we had a salary i mean you know yeah. we're on staff where everything's comfortable we're like uh-huh. we had
2: <laughs> two kids we had cats we had a mortgage you know i'm just like i, mean, I gave up my dreams of going to nashville and being a a, a singer a long time ago and, wow and so i'm like lord now like why would and so it finally got to the point where we were just like if we don't do this we're gonna go on the road yeah we're whatever this is we didn't even really know it was like well if we don't obey the lord and do this like life is going to be a failure wow like we ha- it was such a burden that we're gonna yeah. look back on this with regret and yeah. so we just went and met with our pastors and we were like
1: that was a scary moment. We okay. need you to be our pastor
2: and not our boss right this moment, because <laughs> we're thinking about quitting our jobs and going and doing something. And so, right. God they, bless you, oh, pastors. Yeah. Right. All right, we
1: have the we had the best pastors. So yeah. they're like,
2: actually, we've been feeling the same thing, and we wow. were like, praise the Lord. Yeah. And uh,
1: thankfully,
0: the Lord talks to your
1: everybody around you. Too, yeah. So. yeah.
0: Well, and I love those two keys that you threw out. Cause obviously you were moving into a major shift
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this is something that I don't think people really center on. It's like, and so I made this decision and I did this and mm-hmm. this is what, but it was a two year process it's Two-year process and yeah. you didn't go to your, your trusted leaders, your pastors, even though your bosses, but yeah. they're spiritually in your lives you know, at the end of that, and inform them of what you're doing. You just mm-hmm. went and get okay. Look, this is what we're sensing. Yeah, yeah. help us
1: walk this out. Yeah. And there's so much wisdom in doing that. And I really, think people miss that. If they would have said, "No, we don't think it's time," we would have waited, yeah. and we yeah. would have said, "Absolutely, we will wait." Yeah, that's really so, good. I mean, thankfully.
0: So they're sensing the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, we thought Mm -hmm. so too. So So
2: we went on a missions trip to Peru. We came back and that was like our last day. And we called everybody we knew in ministry and said, hey, we're going to be doing music. (laughs) And all we heard were crickets. (laughs) And so we... That's fun. Yeah. So we just felt like the Lord said, get in your car and go to Tulsa and then go to this other guy that had prayed for us. And we kind of was doing something similar to what we thought we might do. Okay. So we just put our two kids in the car and our luggage and kind of shoved them in and closed the door behind them real quick and drove to Tulsa. Whoa. We're sitting in front of the church that we were supposed to be at and we're looking at the steeple and sitting there and saying, okay, God, Mm -hmm. here we are. It was really just a, you better know how to listen to the Holy Spirit because
1: it was every day. It was like, okay, what are we supposed to do today? And. (laughs)
0: I love how in those seasons, because I understand a season like that, and when Jesus said, never before is the verse so alive to you is in that season when Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Because it's like every day you're going, okay, God, what?
1: And it's all you've got. Mm
2: -hmm. A lot of those scriptures come alive. Yeah. (laughs) Get up and go to a place I will show you. There you go. That's what he said
1: to Abraham. Uh (laughs) We're like, okay. Yeah, we'll this go. Is a
2: little more awkward than I imagined being <laughs> in my Bible story, you know. Like, yeah. And so you're just like, where am I doing now? Like minute to minute, sometime of like, we have literally nothing to do. But yeah, two days later, later we're leading worship at that church for their youth group and get invited back to lead the next day and then wow. go down to Louisiana and meet with this guy and and some other mentor mentors of ours Mm -hmm. uh were like hey heard you're in town you need a place to stay we end up singing at their church they start booking us places to be i mean basically just giving us meetings because they feel sorry for us and uh, (laughs) they were so gracious whatever works yeah Yeah. and so that turned into a nine-week trip wow and um so then we
0: but you had to get in motion yeah oh yeah you had to get in motion
2: none of that was happening sitting waiting and Waiting Making for phone the phone to ring. Yeah. But
0: nothing was promised to you oh, no. when you launched out, but when no. you stepped out, it was there. Yeah. It's so crucial. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so you get an R V, you're on the road for mm-hmm. how long?
1: Um how many I traveled years in did the R V almost four years. For three, but... almost four years. Yeah. And then wow. and then we were driving across uh Wyoming somewhere. To Wyoming. We Driving to Wyoming from okay. Michigan. So we were. It's quite a know. drive. Yeah, quite yeah. a drive. we yeah. <laughs>
2: something happened the route yeah oh. so i'm just praying as i normally did driving watching the great iowa landscape go by and <laughs> just felt like the lord said you're moving and i was like well yeah we're moving forward and I, you know they're like and i was like no you're moving you know and i'm like right so then i it was strong so i, I kind of I like looked over my wife, said, lord been talking to you about anything and she's like said a few things i'm like anything else and then she was like uh-huh. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it.
1: <gasps> yeah. So like two weeks earlier, I felt like the Lord had told me, Franklin is your home. Because for Whoa. for like a year or more, we hadn't been even able to call Colorado our home anymore. Like the Lord yeah. would not
2: let us call it there. So we really wow. felt
1: like just like nomads. Like right. We didn't have a home technically. Yeah. We were just like outgoing. Citizens and, of the world. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <very much. laughs> yeah. But I felt like the Holy Spirit said that, Franklin is your home. And I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't say anything until he was because we were
2: just getting to the place where like we weren't losing money, right?
1: We're just breaking even. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: a great
2: place. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Okay, I could see we could make this work, you know. And then like, oh, (laughs) move somewhere away from your family and like where we had places to stay and all the stuff. So I just turned around and. And she's, I was like, are we moving to Franklin? She's all, yes.
1: No, you said, are we moving? And um, I was yeah. like, yeah. And, and I was like, where? He's like, where? And I'm like, well, I think it's Franklin. And I'm
2: like, wow. wow. So we went to that meeting in Wyoming, then went to Yellowstone where her family met us. We told them there and asked them to pray for us. We then went to Chicago oh, and then did a half marathon and then came <laughs> to Nashville to look for homes Without even going home. So, like, we made all of these decisions. It was a three-month-long trip that we were on. Whoa. Yeah,
0: was and um, funny. But we,
2: you know, had all of our mentors pray and ask, and every, all of them were like, yeah, that seems good. So we come so here, good. and we're here for three weeks just to pray and look for a place. And mm-hmm. so all of the RV places are way north of town, up by the Opry. Not yeah. anywhere
1: near Franklin. No. And so... <laughs>
2: And it was crazy. And so wow. we found this place and, and then moved here. a whole
1: other huge long story a about how story. that happened. To I mean, story, yeah. and it's,
0: it's just precious to hear this story because <laughs> we're just sitting in this beautiful, I yeah. mean, the location is amazing. It's stunning. You have horses. You have a barn, which I know is a big deal to yeah. you, Sean. Yeah. And, yeah. And it just beautiful home, and I know you came in and did some work. But to hear, you know what you stepped out by faith and did, yeah. and the whole time having no idea, the whole time God's just going, "If you'll just do this, I got yeah. you." Yeah.
2: All your dreams are waiting. Like, I got right you right here. Yeah. yeah. This is the house that she, when she was a kid, she drew out on a piece of paper, and it's like shocking yeah. how accurate it is. Are you yeah. serious?
1: Uh-huh. I can show you the picture. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, God is. We he is so serious when he says, write the vision, Come man, on. do it because write the vision. I wrote the vision. I wrote this. I drew this property when I was 15 years old. Wow. But, I mean, yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. It happened. And but. it took some work, you know. But it,
0: <laughs> yeah. But you got it there. <laughs> <Here it is. laughs> hey, every, usually things do take a little work. Yeah. yeah. What I love too is that, you know, God could have just said to you, like you just got your moving. Yeah. yeah. And he could have said to you, You're moving to Franklin. Mm-hmm. But that's not what he said. No. He yeah. said, Franklin is He's your home. Is our home. Yeah. And Which so, was a big word because at that time you didn't feel like you had a home. home. Yeah, we oh, did absolutely. not have home. And so God was like, I'm giving you a home. Yeah. A home. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was amazing because we really I had really laid that down. And you know, as a woman, that's like a big deal sure. to have home and to have yeah. a place to host people and right and before we went on the road we were trying to buy a big house you know near the church and everything and it just never happened it just kept falling through and falling through and falling through and so finally the last time it fell through i was just like i just like broke down and wept and i was like okay god i just lay this down yeah and when you want me to have a house yeah you will give me a house yeah right <laughs> and so then you know like five, the first five years later,
2: we, we moved here this has felt like home
1: yeah. Oh yeah. We drove here and it was like we are home. Oh wow. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah.
2: So we fly the Tennessee flag and we are the Tennessee it. teams. Yes. And we're like, where are you we from? Are, we are from? We are from Tennessee. From Tennessee. We, are we
0: bleed Michael. Nashville. Yes. Yeah. It's got a crazy effect on
1: you that way. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely amazing. So now you're home. You got home. Yeah. yeah. You guys are so involved in what God is doing here in Nashville, which it's incredible what God is doing here in Nashville. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, just by the Spirit of God with all of this creativity, talent, and, and what people are carrying. It's just yeah. amazing. But then you're traveling, you're ministering in other churches, events, you host your own events, and then you all have had a podcast yeah. for, through your ministry, yeah. and now with Worship Leader Magazine,
2: yeah.
0: really mm-hmm. facilitating these conversations with artists and creatives and worshipers yeah. that there's really been a need for that kind of conversation. It's not just a canned, right. you know, what's your new project or whatever is great as those things are, but yeah. really taking things to another level.
2: It's not from a fan perspective. And that's, yeah, what that's most, a good way to say it. Most yeah. people are, are doing that. And, and it's like, what kind of a question would a worship leader ask?
1: Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um,
2: that's really what we're trying to to get in and, and so again most of them are just so happy to talk about stuff from that perspective that
1: yeah we try and find the thing that they're the most passionate about mm-hmm. get them to talk about it because it's, so <laughs> it's almost never like their new project you know right. like they love doing that but that's flowing out of a place in their life and yeah. so like, what is that what where is, is that, that button
2: <laughs> like Travis Green his he, big deal was diversity and so, and mm. thankfully, the Lord was like, bring him on and talk about diversity. And so, wow. like, we're like oh. taking notes. I and was literally like, trying to take notes. I mean, during- it was just like oh, the Holy thing. Ghost dropped in that. And I can't wait to hear that. It's yeah. so good. And so, uh, those kind of things are. It's been a lot of fun and yeah. been very rewarding. But again, all of those things leading up to, like had we not started our own podcast, I wouldn't know how to do it. Right, I wouldn't have spent the time interviewing people. And mm-hmm. and so to walk in the room and be like, okay, I, I have some of semblance of what I'm doing here, but like, of course you're walking in the room, like you were saying when you were interviewing Amy, Yeah, you got Vince Gill standing right. there in the other room, like <laughs> <Right>. Mr. <laughs> recording Studio upstairs. Uh-huh. You know? And so every time I walk in the room, some of these guys are like, make all the records that you listen to and I'm like yeah I think I'm putting this microphone in the right spot right so I'm watching their face to yes be like, it's not know. intimidating
0: at all no. it's horribly intimidating
2: oh man yeah like, and I yeah so it, it's it's natural you just have to yeah give it your best and learn and
1: it's true <laughs> thankfully people are pretty oh yeah pretty kind and can yeah. ask it. lots of questions yeah <laughs>
0: It's so good. I just, I really, I love everything, how God has positioned you all here and mm-hmm. the roots spiritually that you come from, yeah. you know, and bringing that. We come from, sort of cut from the same cloth, the yeah. sort of that word of faith environment yeah. and, and way of living. And sure. I just, I love that. We talked a little bit. It could almost be its own conversation by itself, but we kind of talked about, Right now, you know, our generation sort of feeling like maybe a bit of a, like we're used as a bridge, yeah. yeah, to take those foundational things that were put in us in that, you know, word of faith cloth that we are cut from and very, you know, move of the spirit centric along with that word of faith, yeah. But then in this current environment of going, you know, what, there's an excellent way to do things. things can be executed, produced well, but being that bridge, yes, right, of bringing that together, and it seems like even how God has positioned you guys here in Nashville and in the Christian music industry, in the worship culture, you're really functioning as a bridge. Do you feel that when you're doing conversations with all these different gifts? Do you feel like?
2: absolutely. Like, we got a, we were on a phone call with, One of the major labels in town that we just... They're like, hey, we'd like to pick your brain.
0: Wow. And I was
2: like, I tried everything I could do to work there, to get a record deal there. (laughs) Stop it. And they're calling me on the phone. And they're like, can we just talk to you? And I'm like, oh, sure. And I'm like, these are the resources worship leaders need and you're not making these things. Like, if you could make these, you would, you know. Yeah. And and so they're... You know, I'm just like, this is crazy, God. You know? But again, that's what... I have felt for a long time in my heart that we were going to be part of that bridge, so that way the church can understand yeah. the industry, the industry can understand the church, because they're they want to help the church, but most of them are not worship leaders or, or don't really work in that capacity of right. church life, and so right. good intentions just like kind of a small shift in approach and, and would help dramatically, and so. But I think overall, in general, like you're mentioning, like the bridge between our like generation, like production.
1: Like, production kind of excellence which is amazing but then bringing the word and the spirit together too and being able to flow with the Holy Spirit in a worship service within the confines of like We only have 15 minutes, but you can still flow with the Holy Spirit for 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You just have to be excellent at what you're doing. And so some of it's a shift of like defining what excellence is. Like Excellence is not playing every note correctly. Right. It would be great to play every note correctly, but if that keeps you from doing your ultimate goal, which is to lead people, it would be better to lead people and miss a few notes. Yeah. And so we really believe in excellence in all things, but... You know, even if you, I'm a sports guy, so if you watch some of the greatest shots of all time, they're not pretty shots. They just happen to go in. So good. <laughs> and so, true. you know, we hold them in high esteem because right. they won the game or whatever. And so yeah. there's a lot of perfect looking shots that airballed. Right. And, you know, we're looking at the result. What is the result that we want? And I think for a lot of us that are, are feeling that tension of like, well, it looks right, but we're not getting. The result we don't feel the presence of God. Yeah. yeah, like we used to. Yeah, yeah, service is an hour instead of three hours, but right. shorter isn't always better. Yes, like we need to have longer
1: isn't always better either. Yeah, yeah. on right. either side, <laughs> better is better. Better right. is better.
2: And so that takes, I
0: love that statement you made. You said to essentially like the leader, the worship leader, that says, "Well, I we really could have the presence of God if we had more time," and you said. You don't necessarily need, need more, more time. time. Yeah. You yeah. just need to do it better. Yeah, Have more skill. Have more yeah. skill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And that can be offensive to people when they hear that. Because it's like, man, I'm doing everything that I know how to do. And, yeah. and for us walking into environments, it's like, I'm not yeah. trying to like question your effort or question your intention. No. I'm just saying, tweak this thing, tweak that thing. And part, again, being the bridge in the middle, like when you meet the people that wrote the song number one Mm -hmm. like I know some of those people and so I know kind of where they're coming from I know how those writing sessions go Mm -hmm. I met record producers radio people and so you learn all this information about songs like songs are three to four minutes because that's what they play on the radio right Mm -hmm. and they're designed to be listened to over and over and over again not Mm -hmm. designed for participation Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's not your goal as a worship leader you have a separate goal like I need you to be able to participate now especially those same people aren't coming every week right we teach whole classes on this but yeah but you need people a structure for what it is that you're doing and so if you can sing the first verse twice yeah and not sing verse two yes well the first time they read it the next time you can say one line and say, "Hey, think about that," and they're right. like, "And now they're worshiping." Yeah. Same amount of time, same yeah. song. Yeah. Just done a little bit differently. in yeah. a way Genius, that.
0: and that's what you're talking about doing better. It's getting skillful, which yeah. really it doesn't have to be offensive. If all of us, no matter what we do, uh, is saying, "You know what? I need to grow." Yeah. In fact, I want to oh, grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, help me get more skillful. It's not a failure on my part to say, I need to grow. It's a failure when we get offended. Yeah, yeah and we're like, well, I know everything. Now. Yes, because yeah. that's what we're saying. <laughs> I don't need to grow. Well, yeah. we're always going to grow. Always. Yeah. yeah. And just that little section, I mean, that would just. Help a lot of worship teams just go to a, another level worship leader whether it's a church or you're leading for an event or you're having people yeah. in your living room yeah. the song was intended for radio you have to do every verse find the sweet spot yeah I love that that's yeah. a really good um, I want to make sure to give our listeners all the all the ways the many ways. <laughs> That there are to connect with you all. One thing I want to just drill right now is your website because number one, this is where people can go to get a hold of you to say, would you come lead for our special event? Would you come do some sessions with our team? You know, but you've got so many great resources on yeah. your on your website,
1: videos and training and even some techie stuff. So give us your website. Where can they find you? Well, we have two. So we've got steveandshawn.com, which is more of our music and schedule and things like that. You can definitely reach us there. But then um, a lot of our training resources and things like that are on musicandministry.co. Okay, musicandministry.co. And then the first one, which is
0: your music and then your itinerary Mm -hmm. when you guys are going out, that one is com. .com. Okay, good. All right, and then I know you're on social media because I stalk you guys. <laughs> so you're on yeah. Instagram under music and ministry? Yep, and also Facebook. And yep. then Facebook, okay. And then and walk Twitter. us through this launch of the Worship Leader Magazine podcast.
1: When and how can we find it?
2: I believe it's going to be in January, at Okay, yep. worshipleader.com is the...
1: Yep. And I'm sure we'll post it on our, our social media sites. Yeah, and you'll cross it everything. Yeah. yeah, so people know.
2: So and it'll be available on video format. We're filming all of them. There'll That's be a, cool. a couple that uh, will probably end up being audio only because we had a couple glitches. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, <but> then <laughs> I think they'll, they'll be on YouTube, be, uh,
1: right? So they're gonna be probably YouTube, YouTube yeah.
2: uh, is a good one for that. And then, and then on all the audio podcast formats as well. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to subscribe and have it download automatically. and.
1: So, that's amazing.
2: So, we're looking forward, forward to that. I just got to make them all now. Okay. <laughs> I He's know. Right? Edit them all. <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go.
0: Once you do the fun part of having the conversation, then you're like, oh man, there's all this work that's got <laughs> to do. camera it.
2: angles, all the audio. I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. It's going to be good, though.
0: Well, and I love that, too, is that you know you guys have the front end expertise, but you really have all the technical. Sound, you know, I think that's what makes you such great and crucial gifts, especially for churches. Is, you know, you can bring in the worship part, but then you can really go in and tweak that sound. And yeah. sometimes there's a technical answer to solve a world of yeah. problems yeah. for oh, sure. Yeah. We find you
2: know. churches that have had a buzz for the last seven years, and like, oh. I'm like, it's that clink, and they're yeah. like. You're the best. Didn't have to say anything else for the rest of the weekend. I'm good, you know. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Wow,
0: guys, this has just been awesome. I'm so so glad to meet uh, practically my neighbors. That might be a (laughs) stretch, but kind of sort of. That's true. Yeah, and again, it's just so crazy. So many similar connections, and just kind of coming from that same background, which you don't find a lot here in nashville no for sure and so that's just been so great but this conversation has been so good and i know you guys are in a really busy production schedule right now time wise so thank you for making time it's our pleasure it's just been awesome so guys i know you're going to want to get connected with them I mean, just join me in stalking this group, okay? So like, go download all their music, stalk them on Instagram, and make sure that you follow. They're going to repost, but this Worship Leader uh, Magazine podcast, if you don't already download the magazine, make sure you do that, but follow them. They've got some incredible things coming up. And all of you listeners that maybe have not known <laughs> so, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and make sure you stay connected through JenTringale.com and share this podcast with a friend. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and uh, we just believe it'll be a right-on-time conversation for them as well. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks
2: for listening. Bye bye.